Hello and welcome to Main Sports Today. I am your host, Adam Robinson. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. We are here. We have made it. The first day of winter sports is upon us with a million different basketball games happening. Uh, girls hockey has actually already been happening, but that's okay. Um, boys hockey, wrestling, swimming, indoor track, all gets going today with competitions, and I couldn't be more excited. Uh, we have a great interview today. It's Ellsworth's Chance Mercier, the senior guard from Ellsworth, lost in the B North final to Orono last year, is returning and is, I think, my pick to win Mr. Basketball on the boys' side. And he talks about his team, his summer, uh, where he left off last year in that loss, and, you know, just how he's preparing for this year in a really crowded B North and Class B in general. Um, I don't really have much to say today. I just want to go do a little basketball preview here for you, just real quick off the cuff, and I hope to get some journalists on here that cover the regions more intensely over the next week or two and kind of get you really set up for these uh, opening games, the Christmas tournaments, and once we get into January, that's when uh, games really start picking up. So it's a really fun time of year. It's my favorite time of year. And I hope that this podcast can be kind of like a uh, basketball-type podcast this winter. And um, I'm really excited to see what it can become. So let's just look at uh, last year's state championship winners. In Class AA, we had uh, South Portland beat Portland with Jalen Jackson and company winning back-to-back state titles. Obviously, J.P. Estrella beat Oxford Hills with that South Portland team the year before and then left for Brewster Academy. And now J.P. Estrella is at Tennessee, a recurring guest on the podcast. He's doing really well as a big man off the bench for Tennessee, who is in the top 20, maybe top 10 right now. Anyway, South Portland beat Portland in the Class AA boys title game. Uh, Brewer beat Falmouth in an all-time classic in the Class A boys state championship game. What a what a game. I mean, you have Cam Hughes's game-winning put back at the end. It was, you know, Brady Saunders for Brewer and uh, John Armstrong for Falmouth going back and forth, training blows. That Brewer team, when I was working at the Bangor Daily News last year, was probably the most fun team I've covered since those state championship Edward Little teams that I was covering for the Sun Journal. Just a, a blast to be around those guys and that team and uh, a really special team. I don't know that Brewer's going to be much this year. They have to kind of regroup, and they've lost... They lost a lot of seniors from last year, but I'm sure that they'll still still make some noise in Class A. Class B is the, you know, class that everyone's looking at. You have Orono, who beat Oceanside in a thriller in the Class B state title game. Orono played another classic against Ellsworth in the B North final, and Pierce Walston and Chance Mercy. We get into it in the interview, but they're AAU teammates. Long-time best friends. They know each other in and out. What a contest between those two. Just going back and forth. Ellsworth was uh, trailing before Mercier. Kind of just went ballistic in the second half and just hit everything to keep the team in it. But that Orono team, they return quite a bit from that group and should be... uh, I mean, those three teams I talked about, Ellsworth, Orono, and Oceanside, they all bring back their guys, their main guys, Oceanside, Carter and Cohen Galley, 
the one-two punch, maybe the best one-two punch in the state right now. Um, they're going to be hungry for a state title. Ellsworth has their eyes set on the state championship game in Orono. You know, target on their back. They just won the eight-man football state championship, and now they have uh, everybody looking at them in the basketball season now. So just full of athletes. Pierce Walston, again, the guy that kind of stirs everything. But Will Francis, Ben Francis, uh, those are guys that are, are real athletic, especially Will Francis can can jump from anywhere and, and make a whole lot of different shots down around the rim. So uh, impressive team there. Class C, Deergo won their second title in a row. Uh, they beat Callis in the Class C championship. Charlie Houghton, who is now, I think, at SMCC, Southern Maine Community College, he he led that group with Trent Holman and um, and those fellows there. What a what a fun team to watch there. I I watched them a lot when I was with the Sun Journal, and Charlie Houghton, a six foot four forward, but can really do it all. He could shoot, he could score, and um, they just had Cody had those guys working really really well, fine tuned machine. But they lost a lot of seniors too. So Class C kind of I think is open as well. And uh, Class D, Southern Aroostook, their second title in a row over Forest Hills. And they bring back Dylan Burpee, who one of the best players in Class D in Northern Maine. Um, and maybe he can make his case for one of the best players in the state this year for Southern Aroostook. And um, he loses some, some size and some seniors, but uh, as long as he's there, Forest Hills loses um, Parker Desjardins, who did it all for that Forest Hills team. He scored so much over and over from anywhere he was getting double triple teamed in the playoffs it didn't matter it got him to the state title game um and overall southern roostics depth and size was just too much for that forest hills team and southern roostics looking at um making it three in a row this year so let's just get into class d real quick i don't have too much on them southern roostic i watched them during the tournament um really impressive group of guys really impressive team they kind of work together dylan burpee uh, good size, I think 6'2", maybe 6'3", uh, guard, can shoot really well, can get to his spots, um, was pretty quick to getting to those spots. He's really impressive. Um, the The team to watch, Machias loses uh, Shane Feeney, and I think the team to watch this year that could overthrow Southern Roostick is Bango Christian. Jalen Reed. Uh, leads that group. You know he is hyper athletic. You have to you have to look for Bangor Christian games. I think they play in that gym in Vizi, uh, the Eastern Maine Sports Academy that uh, Matt McKenzie runs. I I mean I watched them play a home game there, and but I I would urge you if if they come to your town or if you're in the Bangor Greater Bangor area to go watch one of their games because Jalen Reed is one of the best-kept secrets in Maine. I think he will do a lot this year for that Bengal Christian team that brings back virtually everybody. And their coach was talking after the game when they lost, um, when they got knocked out of the playoffs last year, that next year is the year, which is this year. They're, they're going to be coming for Southern Aroostook, who gets weakened a little bit. They bring back everybody. And I, I swear, depth and camaraderie and chemistry goes very far in Class D basketball. Anyone that watches Maine high school basketball knows that if you have a little bit of depth and you have a team that works together and that other people can score and you have a star like Jalen Reed or a star like Dylan Burpee, 
you can go very far. So that Class D North and Class D overall, I think, will be um, a lot of fun. Class E, honestly, I'm not really sure. That's that's a that's a class that I'm gonna have to get other people in on. Uh, Deer go. I don't think we'll go three in a row. I'm sure that over that way they've got some guys that are that are coming up, and I'm sure that they have some underclassmen that are ready to go. And uh, if Cody, the coach, is listening to this, I'm sure he knows that he's got some some fellows in that program that he's really built up, and it's it's been impressive. They've they've got new new courts outside and a, and a really nice indoor gym, and I love going to games there, but I don't know what they have coming up through the pipeline here. And you know, a team like Dexter, who lost Will Kuzniers to Husson and uh, graduation, rather, I guess you know, uh, I think it's anybody's ball game. Callus could get there again. Um, so, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. There's always teams like Mountain Valley or, you know, just random Class C teams that could make some noise here. Uh, a Class C team that moved down to Class D with all this new realignment, I think, is St. Dom's. That could make some noise. The boys' team, Taylor Varney, can shoot from anywhere. And they've got some athletes and some scorers at all different grade levels and all different positions. I think that St. Dom's moving down to Class D, just to jump back real quick, I think that'll be really huge. Josh Laprell, head coach over there in the private school in Auburn, just across the river from where I am. I think he's been doing a tremendous job building that program up. I know that um, they've gotten to see Maine United practice a good amount of times these past couple summers, opening their gym to them and, and learning from them and Andy Bedard and that AAU team with Cooper Flag and them. Um, I just I'm really excited to see what St. Dom's can do. Class B. Now, Class B is the class I think everybody in Maine who follows boys basketball is looking at and saying, who's going to come out on top? You have Pierce Walston, who, you know, I, I off the top of my head, I think he's around 17, 5, and 5 type of thing. He can, he can go off for a lot more. He can get a double-double. He can get close to a triple-double. He can score 22 if he needs. He can score 10 and get everybody involved, you know. He does everything. Will Francis, one of the best athletes in the state, might be a better football player, but he's a really good basketball player. Um, ben Francis, I know that they bring back a good amount of of guys off that uh, state championship basketball team last year, and then this year winning the eight-man football, uh, I believe small school state championship, but I could be wrong. Uh, it's basketball season. I'm off of football. Um, Ellsworth, Chance Mercier, I've told you. I got some flack last year. I tweeted that if Chance Mercier was six foot five, we'd be talking about him like we do Cooper Flag. I think his talent is that special, and anyone who watches him can attest to that. I tweeted that before. I think the, before the Class B North final between Orono and Ellsworth, where uh, Mercier put on one of the best performances I've ever seen. I wrote about the game for the Bangor Daily News. You can go find the article. I'm sure you can go find highlights of it. Um, Chance every Every spot on the floor, he was hitting things. He was shooting from a foot and a half behind the three-point line at the, uh, you know, what do they call it? The Cross Insurance Center. Cross Insurance Center up in Bangor. It was just electric. It was it was incredible. And by the way, the state ch- tournament up in Bangor is my first time kind of living it as a, a reporter for the Bangor Daily News. And what a venue. I heard the Bangor Auditorium was better. And... Uh, you know, even more historical than the CIC, but I had a really, I had a blast. I had a really good time 
covering games there and just being in the atmosphere and meeting the people up there. It was a lot of fun. Anyway, you have those two teams. You have Old Town, who's always there. And Chance goes through a couple of teams in Class B that he's uh, has his eye on you know, going into this year. And then Oceanside with Carter and Cohen Galley, who um, hit a flurry of threes at the end of the Class B state championship game to try to come back. And Orono had to you know, hang on for dear life at the end of the game in the to, to win the Class B state title game. They can score, and they're terrifying. If you have two guys that you have to kind of think about double covering at all times, that opens up everything else for Oceanside. And I don't even know what they bring back for players if they lost any from graduation or transferring or anything like that. But as long as you have those two who... Uh, we're football runner, runners-up in Class C this year. As long as you have those two, you have a chance. So I think it's those three teams, but I think we'll also learn quite a bit as the season goes on. But that, I think, is the closest that we're going to have for a class. All right, Class A. So Brewer beat Falmouth. I don't think Brewer's going to be there again. Um, but we have a new team in Class A, and that's... The Hamden Academy Broncos, and we have Zach McLaughlin, who I think will be a Mr. Maine basketball finalist. He just committed to the University of Maine at Farmington, which Coach Sam Leal, what a get. Great job. Because Zach can shoot from anywhere. He can shoot just kind of like Chance. Um, just He'll put up floaters. He'll get in the paint and do whatever he needs to do. He can shoot threes. And I think he really has a good grasp of the offense. And they bring back a lot of guys like J.J. Wolfington, um, a really good big man. And I think that one-two punch of McLaughlin and Wolfington, I think, will bring them far in Class A. And then in Class AA, you know, you have um, South Portland, who now loses Jalen Jackson to Bates. And I think that's anyone's ball game. We're going to have to see what Edward Little looks like, what... Lewiston looks like without Yusuf DeCane, who was, uh, you know, probably a top 15 player in the state last year as a junior. He uh, transferred to the Pomfret School in Connecticut with uh, former Lewiston head coach Ronnie Turner, who coaches down there now. Uh, that's a good match. I'm, I'm happy for Yusuf, but we're going to have to see what they look like in Oxford Hills. Uh, Bangor is a team that is still trying to rebuild. And the South, I just don't know too much about. I know South Portland and Gorham, which is a opening season matchup here tonight on Friday, which will be really good. I, I think those two teams will be really strong, and I, I will have people that can can tell us more about the South on this podcast pretty soon. Portland, I'm sure, will be really strong again as well. So that's kind of my quick boys basketball preview. And let's go through the girls real quick. Um, in Class AA, we had Oxford Hills beat Gorm for a second year in a row. Sierra Carson has now gone on to Dartmouth and is doing well there in her freshman year. But Oxford Hills still has Ella Pelletier, and they're traveling to Edward Little tonight in Auburn for their season opener, and I think Ella Pelletier will be one of the best players in the state of Maine. But another couple really big names, uh, Maddie Fitzpatrick for Chevrolet, I think will give... Oxford Hills a run for their money, and they used to be a one-two punch with Emma Lazat, who is now at Thornton Academy. And Thornton Academy, that is a deep team. Four or five years ago, Thornton Academy had a bunch of freshmen, and they weren't very good. 
but I could tell that they had a lot of depth. And I, I watched them play a game against Edward Little, writing for the Sun Journal, and I said, give this group a few years, and they'll be right up at the top in Class AA. And, and here we are with Lazat leading the way. I think that'll be a really fun class to pay attention to. Class A. Also, real quick, Edward Little and Lewiston, my area. Edward Little, coached by Christina Blaze. Uh, really good freshman group coming in and a team that plays so hard for her. You need to go watch Edward Little play because she is shouting at them. They are communicating. Say what you want about how they play, but they play so damn hard for Christina. It is impressive. And, you know, some people get annoyed by it, but the players and the parents and the team, they all get it in Auburn. And so I'm very excited to watch them this year. And Lewiston has Natalie Bowden, who is a senior and is going to play at Vermont next year. I think she'll be one of the top players in the state. So those are just a couple more teams that in Class AA will give teams run for their money every single night. So really excited to watch them. In Class A, we had Lawrence beat Brunswick. Hope Bouchard is no longer there now, but she put on a dazzling performance in the state game. Um, scored, I think, high 20s in the points and was just a, a really fun player to watch. Um, and also Gardner, who lost, in, I think, in the regional final, had Lizzie Gruber, who's now at St. Joe's in, in Pennsylvania. Um, they're going to look a lot different, and Mike Gray, the head coach, stepped down also. So a lot of change in Class A. We'll see how that goes, and I, I will get reporters that no Class A girls better than I do. Class B, on the girls' side, just like the boys' side, we're going to have uh, a lot to talk about and a lot of really good teams to follow along because Ellsworth beat Spruce 57-56 in the state title game last year in one of the craziest finishes I can remember covering in a state game. Um, Spruce thought they had a foul call at the end. Ellsworth wasn't called for the foul. Ellsworth was able to score and win, and I I couldn't believe it. Spruce fought like hell and uh, was down to the wire with with Ellsworth, a young Ellsworth team. Um, And both those groups bring back a lot of players. Abby Raydell for Ellsworth is um, a short point guard that can score from anywhere and and is a really good floor general, and... um, I'm, I'm excited to see what Ellsworth girls can do. And then in Oceanside with Bailey Breen, who one of the best players in the state, regardless of gender, um, really excited to see what she can do. I mean, Oceanside was undefeated until they lost to Spruce in the regional finals. So I expect them to have another really big year. And then Caribou, watch out for Caribou. If Caribou comes down to your area, or if you're up there, watch Madeline Depray because she's all around one of the best players in Maine as well. Class C, we had Old Orchard Beach beat Dexter. Um, Dexter, I mean, they battled through that C North group. Uh, that was my first time watching. I mean, I, last year with the Bangor Daily News, I was just covering the boys' basketball, but I watched a lot of Dexter girls in the playoffs, and they battled. They played really good defense. Um, but I think they just came up short to Elise McNair and that Old Orchard Beach team in the state final game. So I think Class C is going to be pretty open as well. And then in Class D, it's Southern Roostick, and it's everybody else. Southern Roostick beat Seacoast. 
their fourth title in five years, and I think that they're ready to win another one. I mean, it's them in the regional final against Wisdom. I think that, I mean, they should show up again in the D-North final, and that will be kind of the de facto state championship. I don't see anybody in D-South right now that can battle with Southern Aroostook. So we'll see uh, if anyone can, can go toe-to-toe with that just incredible program up there, four or five. I mean, we don't see that in Maine quite often, so uh, hats off to them. So, I mean, that's really all I've got right now for a quick little uh, preview of the season. I will have more player interviews, more um, media members on to talk about their areas and their teams and totally clean up a lot of the things that I missed. So uh, I hope you keep on listening, and I hope you enjoy this interview coming up here with Ellsworth's Chance Mercier. We now welcome on Ellsworth Senior Chance Mercier. Chance, thanks for coming on the program. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me. So, you are, um, I, I know you're a humble guy and you're not going to talk about it, but you are one of the uh, premier players returning this year. Uh, you're a senior in Class B North, which is just a powerhouse division right now. Um, how are you feeling with? We're, we're taping this on Thursday, and Friday is the season opener for for everybody. How are you feeling heading into this season? Um, I just like to say I would be here on my teammates, obviously. But, you know, personally, I'm feeling pretty good. I know the team's feeling good. You know, it's, it's our last, some of ours last year, so I'm just excited for it and going to enjoy it. Yeah, let me ask you about the team because um, I hate doing this, starting the, the podcast interview with uh, how last year ended, but – uh, just a phenomenal game with Orono in the B North final. How are you guys feeling? How much is that fueling you guys? I mean, over the summer, over this fall, and then preseason. I'm sure it's brought it's been uh, brought up a couple times, right? Yeah, uh, for sure. I just like, want to start off by saying like Orono's a great team. Like they outplayed us, and like congratulations to them. And then. Uh, it's been our second season in a row that we've been undefeated and come up short. So, like, there's definitely some tension, some motivation there, and we're just trying to get over that hump to get that state championship. Yeah. Well, I mean, so talk about your team. I've, I've already kind of gassed you up a little bit, and you you like to uh, put the the limelight on, on your teammates. What are you excited about? Who are people – who should people be watching on your team this season? Uh, personally, um, I think they should be watching all 15 of us, you know, we're 15 deep this year. We're the deepest we've ever been. Um, you know, there's, I mean, the starting lineup, I don't know who's going to start or anything, but, like, you know, Miles Palmer's been a great point guard over the years. Caleb Connors is an uh, experienced senior who can shoot. You know, Josiah, Kyle Kennedy's looking good. Dawson Curtis, younger brother, John Dirt Jackson. You know, Cruz Coffin, been good, good energy. You know, just everyone, everyone's there. Braden King, Hollis. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you hear that a lot, right, Chance? Like, you know, we're the deepest we've ever been, all 15. But how, how true is that? Like, how deep do you think you guys can be this year? Because it's a long season. I truly believe we are 15 deep this year. Everyone can play. Everyone can score. We can all defend. We're pushing each other in practice. The third string can outplay the first string. Like, it's crazy how deep we are. Awesome. No, that's good because, like I mentioned, B-North, you know it. I mean, it's it's every night there's a team that 
will give you yeah, a run, right? How, how is it playing in, in that kind of a conference where every night you got to be ready? Uh, it's, it feels great because, you know, you have Tyree on your back. Everyone's gunning for each other. You know, heel points are important. There's major upsets. It, class B is so open, and it's not just in the north. It's in the south, too. Yeah, definitely, because, I mean, Oceanside had to go through a, a pretty Oceanside big gauntlet. To, yeah, right. So there's there's um, there's competition everywhere. And you mentioned the Orono team that beat you guys. Um, I worked at the Bangor Daily News last year, and so I got to learn about a lot of teams up in B North. And that Orono team uh, was was really fun to watch, and so was yours. And I know that you and Pierce Walston, Orono's uh, senior guard this year, uh, playing the same AU team, right? What can you can you explain you guys' kind of relationship? Yeah, so it's funny. Pierce and I were uh, we started being friends in, when we played baseball. We always played baseball with each other. And oh, then wow. We ma- matched up on the same AAU team way back in fourth grade, and then it just we just stuck. And like now we're best friends. But like we both understand like when the, when we hit the hardwood against each other, you know we can be friends after the game. Right. But like the relationship with him is just you know it's great. He's my best friend. And I'm happy for him, and we're going to compete against each other. Yeah, I mean, I always I, I covered a couple of your guys' games this year together, and, and it seemed like you guys are always talking in, in breaks. And um, wh- How is it knowing him so well? He knows you so well. You guys, you know, same AAU team. You guys know each other's basketball game, like the back of your hand probably. How is it playing against him? Because you guys probably can't pull too many tricks against each other, huh? Yeah, I mean, we, we all watch some of the moves we do against, against each other because we know him from AAU, but, you know, he's a great player, so playing against him is always a great challenge. You know, he's, he's a point guard. He can he can see everywhere on the floor. He can score. He can defend. He's always all about player. Yeah. So let me ask you about your summer. Um, you know, this is a, a pretty important, as a, as a basketball player, as a recruit, uh, summer, your junior going into senior year. How how was it? How was your AAU circuit? Um How'd you grow as a player? Uh, I think I grew as a player a lot mentally. I got, I got stronger in the mind. And then obviously weightlifting this summer, but the circuit was what really prepared me. Yeah. I was playing against like some top uh, people in like, New England. We went to New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts a couple times, Virginia Beach, Atlantic City. It was just insane, some of the talent throughout the state. Yeah, so how does that, you know, how does that prepare you for – the main season playing against probably bigger competition, maybe better competition some nights. Um, how does that prepare you for what's what's coming ahead over the next couple months here? Uh, it prepares me because I played a lot of tough competition in the AAU circuit last year, but like it just prepares me. You know, you can't take off, can't take off any night. You gotta you gotta battle every night. How important was getting into the weight room? Did you was there a moment where you were like, hey, I gotta maybe bulk up a little bit if I want to play at the next level kind of thing? Yeah, when I was in eighth grade, seventh, well, seventh grade year, Coach Aaron told me if I wanted to be a good high school basketball player, I'd have to do 200 push-ups a day during the summer. So, you know, he got through to me, so I started doing 200 push-ups my seventh grade year, eighth grade year. Yeah. Freshman year, I started the weight room, and I just been in there ever since, and it's obviously paid off for me. Yeah, you see, you know, I, I – I see it a lot with the good players that they they seem to bulk up uh, pretty good. What does that do for you as a as a guard to to kind of put some muscle on, put some meat on you to um, play? Yeah, just I mean, just how does it help your game? 
I'll host my game, obviously, my finisher on the room, around the rim. You know, if someone bumps me, like, now that I have muscle, like, I can bump, bump them back and finish through contact. On on the defensive end, I can, like, if they drop their shoulder, I can take it to the chest without falling. Or I can just not move when they run into me. You know, rebounding, working out, helps me jump, obviously. So, like, box out and go get the rebound. Yeah, the weightlifting is definitely definitely a fat key factor in my success at high school level. Yeah. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And you, you mentioned getting better mentally, stronger mentally. What Can you expand on that? Like, what kinds of things did you learn this summer in that regard? Yeah, for sure. So when I was – we were had this one tournament at Massachusetts, and I was being face-guarded by a guy named Kurt Tang, a Division One player, and I hated him. Yeah. You know, he, he's so good. So, like, him, like, keeping that pressure on me over and over, like, I got riled in the first half, and I talked to my coach, like, we were fine. I just had to do stuff that I normally didn't do, off ball screen, cut backdoor cut, stuff like that. You know, it just mentally right. prepares me because like I don't get rattled now. And I, I, my team's got my back, obviously, and it, mm-hmm. it's just just gotta be calm. Right. Yeah. So just answer put, answer points. Yeah, and it seems like so AAU is putting you in in different situations that maybe you hadn't been in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So. I mean, let me ask you about your game now because, you know, the games I watch you, anybody that's seen you over the last couple of years, your shooting is, is phenomenal um, and your scoring ability just anywhere. Where does that come from? How much time are you spending in the gym, you know, daily? So, you know, how's that go? Yeah, so I spent a lot of time in the gym, you know, at the, shooting at the, high, at the high school, the YSA, the middle school, anywhere I could find a gym. Mm-hmm. You know, last year I roughly tried to do a 1,000 shots a week. 250 a day and just work from there. And it, it so what kind what's your shooting regimen like? I mean, you're doing 250 a day. What are you doing it from a bunch of different places? Are you going to the gym by yourself and putting them up? How does that look for you? Yeah, so sometimes I uh, our, uh, I have a friend who comes in and helps me out. But most of the time I just I, I shoot whatever. Yeah. Threes, mid ranges, layups, fancy layups, fancy mid mid-range is fadeaways because you don't know if I'm going to use that in the game and if I do I want to be ready to use that shot and knowing mentally I can make it because I've done it before right. is a whole other thing yeah that's got to be huge because I mean in the 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 B North game they were throwing anybody and everybody at you in, in different ways and double teams and zones I'm sure you see a bunch so yeah you got to be ready for those types of things right yeah for sure yeah so let me ask you about the season ahead, uh, what what teams should people be looking out when when you're getting ready? What teams give you a hard time that that maybe people would be surprised about? So I'm always obviously gonna miss some, but obviously Oriole and Old Town, two tough teams there. Yeah, and then some sleeper teams: Caribou, Bucksport, and Washington Academy. Okay, I think Caribou, WA, and Bucksport are, are gonna be some teams that can knock people off and upset. What is it about Caribou? Because I, I, I saw them a couple times, and they seemed kind of young, but, but they could score. Uh, what is it about yep. Caribou that, that jumped out about you? So, first of all, Coach Corrigan is a great coach. You know, he's, he's running a great program. He's won state championships. You know, he's a phenomenal leader to them. He's, he's just a great coach, but Caribou's tough. That's the thing about Caribou is they're always ready to go no matter what. They're just they're, – they're tough mentally and yeah. physically. No, it makes sense, right? I mean, if you're if you're living up there, you kind of have to be, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, what about WA? What what jumps out about them? Uh, 
obviously WA is well coached as well, but WA just has a has a good like eight players that can just come out and just they can just hoop. Mm-hmm. You know, they're obviously tough. They're big. They're fast. They've been playing together for a while, so like they're putting chemistry together now and they're looking good. Yeah, and Old Town had some size. What do you what do you like about Old Town? Yeah, so I, I obviously I like Emmett Byther's game. He was on my AAU team for a little bit. Yep. Uh, him, Brendan Mahaney. And obviously their point guard Grayson Tebow is a hell of a player. So those three right there, and they're well coached by Brad Libby. So yeah. they're a tough team. Yeah, and then let me real quick just ask you about Orono. What what is it about Orono that that helped them get on that run last year and, and makes them so successful? Uh, well, they're obviously commanded by Pierce at the offensive end, but right. you know the Francis boys are pretty tough. Noah Shaft's a great rebounder, and then Brady Hughes comes off the bench and lights it up. But it's and they're well coached by. By their coach. Yep. Yeah, Brady. He he was just a freshman last year, right? But he. Yeah, no, he and for his size, he can he can score the basketball. For, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, he's he's a spark. I I, I hope to see him this year. Um, so, uh, real quick, I'll let, I'll let you go after this, but just I mean, what's the college recruiting looking like? Are you gonna try to play next year? Uh, continue your your basketball career. What's that looking for you? So I've been doing a lot of thinking about my college. My next college, I want to play. If I want to play, you know, I haven't really decided yet if I want to go to technical school or play college basketball. I'm still figuring that out. Cool. Great. Awesome, man. Well, good luck this year. And thank you for coming on the program, and, and we'll be following along. Thanks again. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me.